dig up that old fossil. Going to Toshi Station to pick up some power converters. That's no moon. We're all fine here now, thank you. How are you? Welcome to the Star Wars Nerds Podcast. I'm Dan Batabonker. And I'm Kenton Larson. And it's uh, been another fun week, although nothing much happening in the world of Star Wars. Uh, what have you been up to this week, Kenton? Uh, lots of marking. I mean, we're a week away from uh, reading week. Um, yeah, and ironically, the most reading uh, I do is before and after reading week. That's <laughs> the most reading I will be doing. Um, so yeah, it's always it always feels like um, an end of semester before the end of the semester. I think it might actually be emotionally better to just go right through <laughs> instead of stopping. Well, I, I do think the students appreciate the break and I, I do appreciate the yeah. break as well, especially when I have so many assignments to, to I kind of use that as a catch up to catch up on marking assignments and stuff like that. So it's a good break, I think, and especially in the middle of February, it's cold. It's it's like, you know, we've talked about this before. It's like the icy uh, planet Hoth uh, right here, right now in Winnipeg, cold, blowing snow. We don't make it past the first marker. I'm going to go out, so, uh, yeah. As we kind of progress as far as the Star Wars Nerds podcast is concerned, right now we don't really have any new content to talk about. There's no new shows. There's no new movies. I'm sure there's, you know, comic books and, and, and that kind of stuff. But uh, one thing I thought we could do is talk about kind of universal topics r- around Star Wars and uh, starting with the music of Star Wars. So that is what we're going to talk about today. We're going to go through our favorite uh, songs, maybe our least favorite songs, uh, uh, both Williams and non-Williams, um, you know, we not say, much. Well, not I mean, yet. Other than the Mandalorian. Yeah. yeah, but I would say that you know, it, it's very clear that John Williams is not writing the music for this or not doing anything. He's probably retired yeah. at this point. He's in his nineties, for God's sake. So it is not going to be John Williams going forward. I think they wanted to keep him involved in that in that sequel trilogy because he did write for yeah. The Force Awakens and then he did. Um, he did the next two movies as well, but I think I think he's pretty much done at this point. Um, so anyway, yeah, we're going to talk about that. But first, I have some Star Wars clickbait. Ojaba. What? How? <laughs> what are you talking about? Huh? What? Goodness gracious me. So here is the headline. Star Wars star Daisy Ridley reveals if there's an alternate ending to The Rise of Skywalker. If there is, she if, reveals if, if yeah, there is one. If there she is. She reveals there is not one. Yes. <laughs> That's why that's why it's perfect clickbait. It's perfect clickbait, right? It's like what alternate ending to the rise of Skywalker? No. Uh, oh, <laughs> so what the, what this is about? And by the way, the, what they're talking about as far as the alternate ending goes is does Kylo Ren die or not? That is the that is the question. Um, but really, the interview became more about the kiss, the infamous kiss between Ray and Kylo, or Ray and Ben Solo, because he kind of had gone back to being Ben Solo at that point. Um, and it said they they almost didn't put the kiss in there. That was that was the actual information that got out of this piece. Is that they they were kind of there was there was the version of the script, or the script had no dialogue other than like no and i can't remember what she says there's a couple of words but there's no nothing in the script to indicate that they kiss that was the direction they were given on set so they did it and i probably did a take without it and they decided to use the kiss in the final version uh which many people were upset about including me i mean i keep seeing that clickbait that says they're going to reboot the entire sequel trilogy they're going to they're going to trash it and they're going to do a new one it's like no they're not it would never happen no. Um, you know, so this is sort of along the lines of that. I think it's it's um, it's clickbait because it's playing into fans 
feeling that that there must have been something better than this. Yeah, I think that's, that's right. Yeah, saying. everybody's got like, and we've heard you know stories about the uh, the Trevorrow script and that version of the movie yeah. and, and that kind of stuff. Like, what could have been right? We could have gotten a better movie uh, than what we got. But I think in the end, yeah, Disney's not going to retcon any of that stuff. They paid billions of dollars for this franchise and probably billions to make these movies and they made billions of dollars it worked like the movies made money it's not like they were failures it's just that most people don't like the rise of skywalker as far as that being the final film in that trilogy and i honestly still have not watched it since i saw it in theater twice i did Um, i did yeah well and and all i'm gonna say is it is it's still like the the things that you think about and that bug you still do that yeah but the thing that did that changed for me was the beginning of the movie just seemed faster than i remembered it like it just seemed faster there's there's just more stuff happening than what i recalled and um yeah and some in some ways it's to its detriment but there's also some weird choices and some weird like like you look at it and you just have to wonder like uh, like, did, did you know, I think George Lucas made the joke once that you don't finish a movie, you abandon a movie. Yeah. And I think and I think JJ abandoned this film maybe a bit early in the process. Maybe we could have. <laughs> what maybe made you say could, that? It just there's just odd. Like the the big the big shot in the sky, the glamour shot of the Knights of Ren for no reason, right. and the and all of the misdirection of the Chewie was in the ship and he died. Oh no! In the next scene, he's fine. Like there's lots of that stuff, and and um and uh, you know uh, we've got Lando back, and we imagine what you could do with that, and we and uh, we have a couple of good Lando scenes. Wedge was back. On. Oh, oh, what a, what a, <laughs> what a waste. like I, now I, at first Dennis Lawson was angry and you wouldn't be in uh, the force awakens. Now I'm angry. And I think he shouldn't have been in the, in the last one. I, I, I just thought, um, I don't know. Like, uh, there, there's a lot of things that frustrate me about that last one, but then I see uh, Ben Solo show up again. Uh, now that he's on the light side and it's delightful. I enjoy that. Even when he, when he hits yeah. the rock and goes, Oh, <laughs> Ow! Whatever. Yeah, 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 it was great. Yeah, I, I think uh, like, like, that's the best. Like, you know? Yeah, that's the best part of the movie for me is when yeah. when um, Kylo Ren kind of goes back to being Ben Solo, and and Adam Driver is so good in that performance. And then when he fights the Knights of Ren, and there's that little kind of a a nod, like all right, let's do this. And he's ready to fight and yeah. he fight. And that's a great fight scene. So yeah, there are definitely some elements that I really enjoyed. Um, but yeah, yeah there's a, there's a lot there that, that uh, did not work in, in my opinion. So I think we'll, no. we'll probably have to, we do have I, to, it's still like the only one we haven't watched together on this podcast. So we will have to watch it together at some point. Um, yeah. I'm just not looking yeah, forward no, to it. Well, it, I think it's okay to watch again, just because having not seen it for a while, I think it does, uh, you know, uh, cleans the palate a little. Sure. But um, I th- for me, and I have, and I have to say this: the one there's one thing that I cannot forgive the last film for, and that is we're gonna bring in all the old Jedi actors and only use their voices. Right. We're we're not gonna use. We're not gonna show. And Force ghosts exist. You could have done it. And in fact, George Lucas had that plan for Return of the Jedi. When you when you read the um, all the behind the scenes stuff, he was thinking about like how can Obi Wan Kenobi come back and intervene and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think and I think um, I think that's just it was such a big missed opportunity to not have. And even when he comes out of the pit, you could have the you could have all the old Jedi ghosts lift him out of the pit. Yeah, and you know, you like, like oh, so good. And it would have been. Um, I I mean. 
I don't know what the legality of it, but they could have repurposed images from other films for this, like especially for Obi for the old Obi Wan for the um, for Alec Guinness. Uh, but they probably would use you, and I think they would probably use you and McGregor. Um, but there was in this article again the, going back to this clickbait article, there was rumors that the uh, these the, okay. So what happened was uh, in December, uh, the social media created the hashtag release the JJ cut after rumors sprung up that there was a second cut of the film from JBJ Abrams. Um, in that version, there would have been cameos from both. Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen and um, and Ben Solo would have lived. But this, I mean, according to JJ, this doesn't exist. This was never a thing. So, it, I mean, it does sound a bit better. I mean, you, you said you were you wishing these people would actually be in the movie, but we're yeah. not going to get it. It's just there's no point in kind of no. speculating or, you know, it's just fantasy land at this point, right? start with this i mean obviously john williams is the man when it comes to star wars so you we want start... to go oh yeah you have all the cds movie? there yeah so why don't we go movie by movie and i'll ju- we'll just name one okay well i gotta go get i gotta get a listing of the soundtracks then um and so by the way there's some expanded soundtracks and some so what you know you'll get the sense of it though or I could even um oh no i guess it wouldn't work. no no, no. I'll, I'll uh It'd be boring if i start listing the stuff but I, I also a I can, lot of I can is, find it here. I can find it here. I've got it. So we'll choose our favorite track on each one. Yeah. Because I got a couple of embarrassing ones uh, in the prequels that I'm ready to. Oh, okay. Cool. I'm ready to talk. Well, about. Uh, yeah. So it'll take me. So basically, I'm going to go to. I'm on Wikipedia, and I'll okay. I'll just have to click around to go to the next one. So and I'll, we'll go I'll, in the uh, order of the films. Yeah, I'm just trying we'll be to be quick. If... We'll be quick about it, right? Or how how much do you want to say about each one? Yeah, just a few words. Like we don't have to All go right. into super detail. So then I can go to. Um. Yeah, I'll just take a few. When we switch, I'll just take a few minutes to click over to the next one. Okay. Yeah. Let's start with the original Star Wars. Then, um, it's difficult to not think of the main title as being like the song, the track from the soundtrack. Yeah, it, uh, that's. I, I'm with you. It's my favorite one. And um, when I was a kid, I remember after seeing the movie, I, all I remember is the music was really good, but I couldn't remember how it went. So, of course, back in the day, there's no way to whatever record or whatever or or go by. The music wasn't out yet, and so I remember actually leaving the theater going da 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 like I was like, so I could remember it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I could, so like, <laughs> if I get. I was like, if I get this down, I will never have to try to remember it again. It'll yeah. always be in my head sort of thing. So that, oh yeah, that is, that is quite, uh, I mean, and the, the film itself, that's how the film called attention to itself is with that theme. It grabs your attention right away. It's just yeah. that, bang, and it's just so, so engaging and interesting. And you're like hooked in right for the first seconds of the film. So for sure, that is the, it's gotta be. What else on that? On that? I, I just have to add a couple more. Um, the Jawa, uh, the Dune of Tatooine Jawa Sandcrawler is very memorable. Mm-hmm. The Cantina Band, of course, so memorable. But um, for me, one of my all-time favorites is um, the throne, the throne room, and the end title sequence. The segue from that to the end titles, I just love it. I, I, I could listen to that a thousand times a day. Just great. It, it is. It's a, and it's a great scene. Um, we yeah. still don't sh- we're not sure why Chewbacca does not get a medal in that um, situation. That's still a bit of a <laughs> he's debate. too tall. 
too he's tall. too tall to be in the shot. Yeah, uh, I think. I, I mean, I don't know. They, I think they had. I think he had something in his mind at the time. I think he, oh, Chewbacca is just the co-pilot. He doesn't get the award. He doesn't get the the medal because he wasn't really the one who fired. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, did you did um, Mark Hamill recently shared a photo of him and Harrison Ford behind the scenes photo of, in the throne room? Okay, and they ha- they held hands when they walked up the stairs for the camera so that they would walk at the same. Uh, or or um, advance up the stairs at the sa- same time. It looks like so they were so the far away shot is of them holding hands together so that they would remain so that they'd remain in sync and have their face on Carrie Fisher. Great stuff. That's awesome. All right, let's move on to the Empire Strikes Back. Uh, many believe this to be the best Star Wars movie. I I don't usually argue with that, although it's not my favorite, but it is very very good. And the music is now. This is an interesting note oh. of this this soundtrack. This is the first time we actually heard Darth Vader's theme. It what didn't exist in the first movie. The Imperial March. Yeah. I think you got to go with that one. Oh, yeah? Um, I think, I th- well, I, I have to. I have to. To me, that that is the, that is that's the theme to this film. It, it is, yeah, because it is a lot of, there, it is very much about Darth Vader. But for me, uh, as far as uh, the music, when I first, you talked about how you first noticed the music when you saw the movie as a kid. And for me, when I saw Empire Strikes Back, that's the first time I remember being aware of the music. Like, I didn't see the first movie in the theater. I was too young. So when I went to see the Empire Strikes Back in the theater, I, the uh, the asteroid field um, sound, like the da, 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 whole sweeping, that was just uh, awesome. I love that scene. I love that music. So for me, uh, the asteroid field is the is my favorite track on that on that soundtrack. I love it. Yeah, you know, you're right about that. That is, um, <laughs> I, but, I really love that one too. And you can picture when you hear the music, you know the exact thing that's on the screen at that moment. Yeah, and they've they've kind of reused it in a way. They've kind of repurposed it for other similar scenes in other films and, and TV shows and that kind of stuff. So it's kind of like the the asteroid theme for the entire franchise in a way, yeah. um, which is very very cool. So yeah, that one is. But again, the Darth Vader, the Imperial March yeah. is so iconic and and completely represents the Empire and Darth Vader mostly. Darth Vader I think people think of when they th- hear that song but it's so good I almost forgot about uh, Lando's Palace a, a song yeah. that un- underrated well, you like, it's just you... like it it sounds like the clouds. It's so good. No, is that the one where he's walking through and telling them about how awesome every everything is in Cloud yeah. City? Dun, he... dun 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 we don't fall into the uh, jurisdiction of the Empire. So you're part of the mining guild then? No, not actually. Our operation is small enough not to be noticed. Which is advantageous for everybody since uh, our customers are anxious to avoid attracting attention to themselves. Aren't you afraid the Empire is going to find out about this little operation? Shut you down? It's always been a danger, but it looms like a shadow over everything we've built here. But things have developed that'll ensure security. We had a couple of uh, Banthas here last week, or whatever whatever he's saying. He doesn't say that, but he's... I've just made a deal to keep the Empire out of here forever. 
boom. That's and then, right. Yeah. <laughs> the surprise of yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that'd be amazing. It'd be amazing if he opens the door, opens the door, and a guillotine comes down and lobs all their heads off. The <laughs> end. Right. The end. End of the end of the franchise. Yeah. They all that's die. Right. Yeah, that's that's a good one for sure. Yeah, yeah. there's again lots of great uh, lots of great songs in, in that as well. Um, yeah, but those are the ones I think that kind of stand out, right? Yeah. All right, let's move on to the Return of the Jedi. Uh, this is my favorite um, uh, Star Wars movie, but I would argue it's probably got the weakest soundtrack of the three mm. first films, um, compounded by the fact that they added a song in the special edition, which I think you kind of have to take as canon. Yeah, it's, you know, it's not a great song. Uh, a friend yep, of yep. mine just are you talking about Yub Yub? No, I'm talking about the stupid the one where the oh, girls that. singing that they, oh, sorry, they added sorry. that. Yeah, the, sorry, the I, musical I, number they added to Jabba's Palace. Yes, I was thinking, I was thinking of the Ewoks number that got changed. I, right, I, I forgot, there was that one I as forgot. Well. Yeah, sorry, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, so um. I was talking to a friend who just recently started watching Star Wars with her kids, and um, and that was something that she didn't realize was. And I don't think I think it's probably just because she didn't remember it being there as a, when she saw it as a kid. And it's something that was added in the special edition that that song. Uh, it's not great. <laughs> I don't think there was anything wrong with the original one. Like on the soundtrack here, it says the song Lapti Neck, which is the song by the Max Rebo band, which is Jabba's palace band. It doesn't, the, my soundtrack, does yours have the new one on it or no? You've got the original one? Um, I have, mine is from 1997. So I have a that later be special one. edition. I've got, uh, is this, is this it? I can't see. Hold on. Um, I can't tell if that's, that's the special edition or not? Doesn't have the special edition cover, but is there a song called Lapti Neck? Uh, I've got track six, Lapti Neck, Jabba's Palace Band. No. Um, I am, I am, I am not seeing it here. Yeah, because it was I'm replaced looking... by that other band, uh, the other song. Um, this this has lots of um, this has lots of extras on this two CD set. Okay. So um, it's not in the. Uh, my guess is there's there's a lot of extra songs here, but I do not. I see um, Jabba's Baroque recital and Jedi rocks on here. Yeah, that must- that, that's got to be the new song. Yeah. That's got to be that because there was a song like in the in the original version. There's a scene in Jabba's palace, and you see Max Rebo and his band. They're just playing. They're just playing regular music, and there's like one. There's a uh, Snoodles is there, right? She's singing. Yeah, uh, and that was it. There was no other. There was no big. There was no saxophones. <laughs> like it was all this. The horn section was there in this new thing, and that was not. I don't think it was great. But this is one of the things that I think George Lucas wanted to add. I think he always wanted there to be a big musical number there, and he probably felt underwhelmed by what the result was that was kind of the rig- the whole reason behind the special edition was that everything that george lucas didn't like about the original movies he changed in the special edition so anyway i, don't, I can't think i can't pick a single track off this soundtrack that is my favorite because i don't really know any of these music it all other than the main title and this familiar themes that we've already talked about there's nothing new here there's the ewok celebration yeah no? i don't know not my not, uh, not i'm looking i'm looking through it and yeah it's not um I, yeah, and a lot of a lot of the songs on here are also um, redone versions of other themes from yeah. the prior two films. So yeah, so 
So there is, and there's one for speeder bike chase. And I actually don't remember there being music. Oh yeah, I guess so. I guess so. I remember uh, the sound design more than I remember the music. Yeah, that I mean that that scene is so visually engaging. Um, I don't remember yeah. thinking about anything other than holy shit, they're going fast uh, <laughs> when I saw that movie. And uh, as it's interesting as you watch that movie later on, and then now of course the digital versions, the, the remastered versions are better. But when I watched, I remember first watching, you know, Return of the Jedi at home on VHS or whatever, and you could really tell that they were on like on a blue screen with that scene. Like it was really obvious the the lines or whatever that separated them, but that's kind of gone now. They, they, yeah. They've fixed all that stuff up. So yeah, very cool. All right, let's move on to the Phantom Menace. This should be an easy one, um, but you go first. I got a classic. I got a classic for this one. Yeah. Um, the, um, the uh, even the title tells you how bad it is, but I have to choose it. And it's Augie's Great Municipal Band and End Credits. <laughs> and that is uh, at the end. Uh, that is at the end. The oh yeah, and there's a, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. A celebration, the fanfare, right? There's little like, Annie, yeah. yes, and yes, and there's little Annie, and there's confetti everywhere, and and it's kind of the point of the movie where you kind of go, oh boy, this kind of didn't come together. Like you're where you kind of go, wow, they're not saving this. This is the end. Who's um, Augie? So I, I, but, but. Uh, well, I guess he was uh, in charge of the great municipal band okay. on, uh, on I, Naboo, I remember the name of the, well, that was, right, that right, was right. during the parade scene where like the, the, um, what's the, what are they called? Jar, uh, Jar Jar guy, Jar Jar's, what are they called again? Those, uh, um, aliens, the Gungan. Gungan, yes. Gungan. So we saw the, the Gungan parade yeah. and they were like, the, the idea was that they were in the, they were actually playing that music in the, in the movie. Like that was real sound. I don't remember the name of that, the dietetic sound or something like that. You know what that yeah. is? I know what you're talking about, but I don't like know. Sound, there's sound. That's me for the term. Um, there's sound that is in like actually the characters are able to hear the sound and there's a sound that just the oh, audience yeah. can hear. So most of the music in right. Star Wars is um, is like just for us, right? The, the soundtrack, the the sweeping orchestral score, but songs like the, you know, the, the Jabba's Palace song or the one in the cantina or this one are ones that actually take place, they're actually performed in the movie, right? Yeah. So, but yeah, no, my favorite track off this, it's got to be Duel of the Fates. It's the best thing. It is literally the best oh, thing yeah, to come yeah. out of this movie. Duel of the Fates right. is so good. came out there's a lot of oh you remember the hype leading up to this movie to the phantom menace right like everyone was so excited for oh, a yeah. new star wars movie to come out yeah and um and so they they released the and of course also the big spoilers on the back of the soundtrack as well right 
uh, two songs oh. here, Qui-Gon's Noble End and, the, and oh. Qui-Gon's Funeral. Uh, so spoiler yeah. alert, Qui-Gon doesn't make it. Um, so that was kind of, yeah, they weren't trying too hard with those titles. I don't, well, I guess so. I mean, how do you title these songs, right? It's just, it just, it's music that's playing during something that happens in the movie. So they just name it after what's happening in the movie. That's pretty much what they do. Anyway. Qui-Gon gets killed by Darth Maul (laughs) as Obi-Wan hangs there. No, as as Obi-Wan stands behind red screen. (laughs) That's what it should be called. And then Obi Wan cuts more specific. Obi Wan cuts uh, uh, what's his face in half, but doesn't kill him. Uh, he comes right. back. Dot dot dot. Okay, so, so then we're up to um, Attack of the Clones. Yep. Once again, I think this is a no brainer. Does Dexter's uh, Does Dexter Jester have a theme song? <laughs> Dexter's Diner theme song. No, he did. It, I don't it, believe he does. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, the Meadow Picnic. The Meadow Picnic. Please. Let me not be like that one. I don't, I don't know. It's I just remember There's, that scene. <laughs> they should have called it a roll in the hay with bad CGI. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what else is on here? Django's escape. Um, what is, what is your? One, I think there. It's the love theme from Attack of the Clones right. across the stars. And the reason why it's called that is they even thought it had Oscar nomination potential. I think oh. by calling it that. Um, and it is, and you know what? It is cheesy in the movie, but it's when you play it on the soundtrack, it's really good. It's very strong. I remember like it's when stronger I stronger than the movie. Yeah, well, for sure. And it's stronger than that's the movie, which is probably the weakest yeah. part of the movie. But I remember when I went to see the orchestra, the Winnipeg Symphony Orchestra play movie, it was music of Star Trek and Star Wars. That yeah. was one of the ones they played. And I think possibly, and they, I, again, I think I said this back when, when it happened, a lot of what they've played was from prequels, <laughs> but I think because I think those are cheaper to license than the main uh, songs, because um, they didn't play like the asteroid theme or anything like that. They played like the main theme from Star Wars because you have to, and then they played a lot of a lot of stuff from um, from the prequels. So I thought that was kind of interesting. But yeah, again, there's nothing here. Again, and all these things are named after like parts of the movie on the conveyor belt. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> which apparently was a Target exclusive bonus track, according to Wikipedia. Uh, but that's, of course, the fun 3PO and, and uh, R2-D2, um, you know, on the conveyor belts. Yeah. Uh, we learned how R2 can, can fly. Forget. <laughs> and we're at, and that and that's also where C3PO suddenly is much much more uh, pliable than we've ever seen him be right, before. Right, exactly. Swung around and he can bend quite easily. And uh, yeah, that's. Uh, I don't think I want to think of that scene when I'm listening to the soundtrack. Not at all. All right. Then we're on to the uh, Revenge of the Sith um, uh, track yeah. listing. I'm going to find the track listing here. Uh, yeah, this is all kind of – I got to say the only only song that really stands out to me of the entire prequels is Duel of the Fates, and there's nothing here yeah. that I could really sing. I don't know the tune of any of this stuff. I mean, I'm sure it all kind of feels like John Williams, right? And it's all good because it's John Williams, but – I don't know. What what do you think for this yeah. one? Yeah. Um I don't I I also it's like Return of the Jedi where it all becomes sort of um themes from the fir- from the prior two movies. There's a lot of that. Oh, I guess General Grievous has his uh, moment in here. Yeah. Um Oh, Palpatine's teachings is uh when he's walking uh, Anakin through and it's kind of creepy. I kind of like that one. Is that the one where the tale of Darth um um whatever Darth, he tells? No, that's what I I don't think so. I think it's the one. Oh, maybe I'm wrong. Ah, ee, maybe you're right. Oh, there's, no. Okay, there's yeah. Pal- Palpatine's um, teachings. There's Padme's ruminations. Um, 
Yeah, well, I guess there was a lot of different moments in that movie where Palpatine was teaching stuff to Anakin. So it could have been any. Maybe it was the same theme that came up again and again. That yeah. that uh, when whenever that happened. But the one, yeah, that that was a that was a good uh, moment. That was that was this one, right? Where he uh, they go to the opera. That's when uh, Pablo is yeah. in it, right? That's, that's the, the one. Scene. Yeah, that okay. Must be, yeah, that must be it. Okay. But I, but oh, but overall, I can't I can't say I vaguely remember um, General Grievous. But I mean, I don't dislike anything on here. But there's also nothing that's uh, like a brand new standout track. When's the last time you listened to the soundtrack? Um, it's been a while. Uh, oh well, maybe not that long ago. To tell you the truth, because uh, I had uh, the original trilo- trilogy soundtracks, and then I sort of would be like, ah, you know, I, I suppose I should buy the prequel ones. I was in no hurry, and so as I saw them sort of popping up in uh, stores for four dollars or whatever i was like oh okay there you go the price is right so I'd, yeah, buy, I'd buy them so i don't think i got these that long ago within the last five years probably cool. yeah. uh the, you know this, this could be taken as a spoiler as well for this um cd the immolation scene yeah <laughs> so yeah, yeah. <laughs> someone gets immolated yeah. uh not gonna say who but i think well i guess we kind of all knew where that was going um now in my next in my list i'm kind of clicking along here there's like on wikipedia they have the star wars soundtrack chronology um mm-hmm. and the next one in the list here is the clone wars animated movie there's nothing in here that i say i would say is very um, I don't even i i don't even like the rejigged uh star wars theme with the bongo drums yeah or the burundi the burundi drums yeah i was like that, i yeah. just never it just it just doesn't sound right never bought into that it was uh, Kevin Kiner is the um, composer, and yeah, he did he did start off with John Williams theme and kind of, yeah, kind of um, changed it a little bit. So yeah, there's that. So then we all then the next thing in the in the list is the Force Awakens. I guess we're just going by movies here. Uh, the Force Awakens actually had quite a few really really good songs on it. Hey, oh, for sure it did. For sure it did. And in fact, I have a particular favorite. What's that? And that is the Jedi steps and the finale. Once again, the last song where she walks up and uh, and sees Luke Skywalker. I just like it. I just like the progression of the music. And I love that it, once again, it ends with our favorite theme. I like I and actually I actually I think The Force Awakens is quite a strong soundtrack. I actually it is. think it's strong. It's stronger than the film and as a result is underrated, I think. Yeah, I, I agree I'm not with saying that. the film's bad. I'm not saying the film's bad. You know, it's just uh it's it's just I think and and I can't help but notice this is the first Star Wars soundtrack where they hide the track listing and put it on the inside of the album. Oh, is that right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, is that because of blowback from uh, Qui-Gon? It has, to <laughs> it has to be, right? Yeah, it has to be. <laughs> but I don't know that there's anything on this list that's a spoiler. Uh, Do you have it in front of you? Well, I'm looking at it. Yeah, it says, uh, oh, there's nothing. Oh, the abduction. Um, I'm trying to think of which abduction that is. Um, is that where Mel here. Gibson yells, give me back my son? <laughs> 
thought that was Liam, Liam Neeson. Um, no, my my favorite actually is Ray's theme. I really, really love Ray's theme, um, which of course plays for that oh, whole. Yes, there's a yep. big long sequence. There's almost Correct. no dialogue where we kind of see Ray living on uh, Jakku and her life, and she her, her scavenging and cleaning stuff. That whole sequence is amazing, and that little soft do to do like that's so good. Yeah, um, I, that, I that one. That's a very, very good track. And that, but yeah, you're right. The, yeah, that was the song I was trying to remember leaving the theater from seeing that movie. That was yeah. the one that I was like, how did that go again? Because it's very, it's, it does not sound like other Star Wars music, but it's perfect. Yeah, and I, yeah. I think you're right. I think this 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 soundtrack actually strengthens um, the Force Awakens as a film. Like it's yeah, a good, it does. it's a, it's a good movie. It's it's probably it's not my favorite of the new trilogy, but it's it's a really good one. And this this makes it better. This music makes it better yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, do we have now? What about what did you think of before we move on? There's, of course, the um, the uh, their version of the Cantina Band, um, which is uh, what is it called? Jabba. I don't have it's not on here. Is it not on here? No, it's not on the soundtrack. Oh, what's it called yeah, again? Yeah, I th- you have to buy it separate. Uh, something Jabba. Blah, blah, blah. All I know is it's J.J. Abrams and Lin-Manuel Miranda. And both, both not doing their best work. Find <laughs> both, it? Not, both not doing their best work. Nah, nah. <laughs> it's it's no cantina theme. Come on. I remember people were buying it and like gushing over it and stuff. I use I use it for one of our, our clickbait intro just because I like the yeah. no Java, but it's like yeah, it was not, yeah. and certainly that's uh, was not as impactful as the the cantina scene in the original film because we'd seen it before like sure it's a bunch of new aliens and that kind of stuff but it's the same kind of thing we've seen and it seems like other than in the prequel movies i don't i can't think of any scenes in the prequel movies that really are reminiscent of the cantina but in all of the three new movies all have a scene that's like that in some way like the casino scene or the the um um, what's the one in, in The Rise of Skywalker? Again, I've only seen it twice, so I don't remember <laughs> any of the specific scenes, but I'm sure there's a song in there somewhere. They go into a bar or something, right? I can't remember. Uh, yeah, there is. There's something like that. We'll talk about it when we watch the movie again. Yeah, I still yeah. can't find the name of the song. I don't know what it's called. It's the Yo Jabba song. No, I don't know. I don't have it either. All right. It's like something like Zabba or uh, Zabba. Uh, the Jabba something. Yeah. The Jabba Morongue, the Jabba, <laughs> the Jabba Freestyle, something like that. Now, the next movie in the list here is interesting. It's actually Rogue One because that was the next movie released. And this is oh. something we, we went to see Rogue One and we yeah. we both noted that this was not a great score. Like no. we both I, I believe we both felt that, you know, John Williams was sorely missed on this on this film. Didn't they bring uh, who is the composer of that? Uh, um, J- Michael. Jichino, Jichino, he does. He's done tons of other stuff. Um, um, Didn't they bring him in because the other person who originally was uh, assigned to it uh, bailed on it for? I don't remember what the reason was. Yeah, had something else to do, and and uh, so they brought him in, and it just seemed it does seem rushed. I've I've since seen it again. I think the theme is not memorable. There's there. It's it's. um, I don't like it. I still don't like it. But um, I know people who do like it. You know, Alexander Desplat, Desplat, D E S Desplat, Desplat. Right. Um, resh- after the film's reshoots, altered the post-production schedule. That's why. Mm-hmm. So he he was probably doing something else. Then he's probably on to next project or whatever. So that's why they brought in the new guy. Cool. But yeah, there's nothing on here that I could say would be 
anything that I remember. I, no. I just remember it being so jarring. There's no crawl. It's no. that weird title that didn't look like it was good, like good, as good as Bad, other Star Wars yeah. titles. Yeah. And then this music, and I'm like, this just doesn't feel like a Star Wars movie. It didn't at that moment. Yeah, the beginning of it, it was it was tough. Yeah, no, I agree. I still, I'm still not a fan of it. I don't, I don't know how I feel even about them showing the planets. It looks like Star Trek where they show the planets yep. and they name them. Yeah, you know, it's because I, I, I think that was again a, a decision by committee because someone thought that there was too confusing them jumping around to all these planets. But I'm like, why not just not jump around to all these planets at the beginning? Yeah. You know, instead of of, of putting the, the titles in there all right next up is the um uh last jedi which is my favorite of the new movies um john williams did the score so back to john williams they kept him in again they kept him for all the main ones and then the side ones i don't know who did solo um but solo has another uh, good song i want to talk about um but again for um what, what, is, what do you think about this one about the uh the last jedi uh, i like it but i don't know that i have um that I have a, a favorite anything on this other than of course the theme is always um, I, I like the flow of this soundtrack a lot but I played it a lot but um, I can't point to one thing and just go well that's the best song on there you know I, I, I don't know I just um, I like it though it's like you know sometimes you have a really good album but there's no single on it mm-hmm. that's yeah. kind of what this reminds me of like it just it, it all works it all flows very nicely I find myself looking at this track list and wondering, um, there's one that says fun with Finn and Rose. Uh, is that when like F- Rose is like, sh- like shocks him yeah. when, when he tries to escape? Is that what that's talking about? Yeah. Oh, that's, that's, so, <laughs> that's so clunky that part. <laughs> yeah. And then later a couple a couple tracks down is Canto bite. Um, of course, yeah. which is, which is their version of the cantina in this movie. Yeah. So they're like, also, and again, I don't mind that sh- there's a great shot at the beginning of the Canto White sequence, but uh, subsequent um, scenes in that sequence were not great. Track number 15 is Chrome Dome, which is offensive to bald people. <laughs> Who's that in referral to? Who's that? Is, oh, it's uh, what's her face? It's um, it's uh, Phasma. Oh, it's gotta be yeah, Phasma. Phasma. Off- yeah, offensive to bald people. <laughs> I, I'm so offended. She literally has a chrome dome. That's literally what her helmet is. It's made yeah. of chrome, right? Anyway. Yeah, but they're, we know what they're doing. We know what right. they're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can see through that lame attempt to try to make it seem like they're not insulting bald people. Now, uh, like, me, like me and Peter Mansbridge. <laughs> <laughs> um, next movie up was Solo. Um, oh, and yeah, the, yeah. There's actually some good songs in this one. Uh, the Train I Heist remember, I song. Remember. I didn't, I didn't buy it, so I don't know it. The train oh, okay. song. Okay. Well, I, I just I was watching Solo the other day, and, and uh, not the other day, a little while ago, and that train heist sequence is so good, and the music is very very good as well. Um, there's also the song that takes place in, um, again, I don't know, I don't know if it's on here or not, but it's the one where the guy in the jar is singing. Remember that? 
they're they're on what's his face's ship. Mm-hmm. Um oh uh uh his name is uh what's the town in his name is the same as the town in Ontario. Ah. Uh. The bad guy in um in solo. Dryden, Dryden, Ontario. Oh right, uh, oh right, right, right. Dryden Voss. <laughs> Dryden Voss. Oh so, God, I, 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 I never would have come up with that. <laughs> That's how I remember it. The name in Ontario. Um. Anyway, so yeah, when they're on Dryden, they first go on Dryden's ship, and they're going to meet with him and talk to him about losing the train, uh, um, heist, uh, stuff, and then that it's just like. It's like a weird alien in a jar somehow singing through water or liquid. And then the other one is a, a woman with some kind of weird head dress or whatever. It looked very, very alien, and it was interesting to me. Not the best song, but I, I like them for. I like that they tried in that case. I thought it was a really interesting look at what music could be in the Star Wars universe, right? Yeah. No. Uh, very true. Uh, by the way, John Williams wrote the solo theme. Oh. On that particular, but that's all he wrote. Oh yeah, yeah, album. yeah. Everything yeah. else is John Powell. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Uh, yeah. Once again, I don't. I, I don't mind the soundtrack to Solo. I never bought it though. Okay. Because I was like, ah, one John Williams song. I've got nine albums here. I mean, I mean, and 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 I know you're. I know you're big on the physical media for for music, and you buy CDs and records and that kind of stuff. Well, not thanks to COVID, not anymore. Well, not right. It's yeah, not, not at the moment. But you know, yeah. we all can listen to any of these Pro- things on our phone anytime we want, right? Yeah. But yeah. But probably never now. I because I, I noticed. Um, the the couple times I've been to physical media stores, they are this is gonna knock the crap out of them. Like McNally Robinson has basically got rid of its uh, CD section now, its physical music section. And um, what was the other place I was in? Oh well, there's Entertainment Exchange at Grant Park, mm-hmm. and uh, the the guy the guy there was talking to me, and he's like, "Are you kidding me? This is ninety percent old people. Like that's why I take in. That's why you'll see what I've got here. Like it's uh, Tony Bennett and you know yeah. all of that stuff. So he's doing okay. I think he'll uh, he'll make it through, but um, I I just think at the, at this point it's a, like it's days are numbered. Yeah, well, that's you know part of the reason we talked on Media Nerds last week about the GameStop thing, and part of the reason why GameStop was thought to be um, not strong before all yeah. that crap happened was because that that business model is dying for video games. Uh, it's yeah. already died for for videos for film because we know that because Blockbuster's gone, all the video stores are gone. Um, music stores will be, I mean, they're pretty much gone. There's the HMV is gone, all the major chains are gone. Uh, so it's just kind of mom and pops that will keep that kind of stuff alive, right? Like we still yeah. do have a, a record store. One record store in the city i think is that that might not survive i don't know well into the music right oh of of course right i I wonder how could that be doing in covid because every nobody's even working downtown anymore well exactly right there's nobody downtown and um and you know he's not allowed to be open anyway so unless he's doing some kind of maybe he's done some online stuff i don't know that'd be interesting to look into something to talk about uh okay let's move on to what were we at we were at Solo, so next up right. is oh, our favorite, The Rise of Skywalker. We've got we've come to the end already. Well, well, of course we have to say Mandalorian too after this. Oh yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah, but but um, uh, you know I like this album too. But once again, good flow, 
I can't say that there is a new song on here that is my all-time favorite song, but uh, just like the one before it, it's all, it's more, it's, uh, and I, I'd almost say like John Williams got a little more subtle on these last two, but of course they also edit albums together. Like it's not literally every moment of music in the film as well. So it's also a, a, the way the music's edited together as to whether the album works, mm-hmm. but I think it does. I think once again, it's a consistent album. I enjoy listening to it. Um, but I can't say I, I can't choose one oh, song and say it's okay. I'm a, I'm a dummy. I should have just scrolled down and on Wikipedia and I would have found. So the, the name of the song we were talking about before from the force awakens is called yeah. Jabba flow. Oh, that's, that's the, right. I that's the name that. of the song. Yeah. Jabba flow, Lin-Manuel yeah, Miranda I, and JJ Abrams. There's another one called yeah. Dobra Doompa, um, which oh. is also in Maz's uh, castle. So it's, it's just mm-hmm. the name that the band plays in that, in that scene. And the reason I, I found that out is because I was on the, um, the page for the Rise of Skywalker, and it also has uh, an extra um, song that's not included uh, or not part of the, um, the John Williams score. And it's another Lin-Manuel. It's, Lido, it's called Lido Hay, and it's during that scene they were on the – when they were at, at the Coachella, <laughs> the scene where they oh, go yeah. and there's that big festival happening. Yes. That music was playing, and that was another J.J. Uh, and Lin-Manuel uh, song that they, that they uh, wrote for that. For the, re- the residuals, the uh, why is that song in there? I don't know. I, well, I guess why, they, they, uh, why do we need them to ring? I don't know why we need them. I mean, Lin Manuel is a very talented songwriter, uh, yeah. but um, they they do. I think they feel that they felt like they did need some natural, again, natural sounding music to take place in the in the setting, in that setting yeah. anyway, because it's this big party. Um, uh, I like the part where he goes, "My name's Burr, sir. Is that your name, sir? My name is Sir Burr." Okay, Burr. If you want to be called Sir Burr, then I will call you Sir Burr. That's my favorite part of the of the their collaboration. It's like Dr. Seuss. It's just like Dr. Seuss. Um, I also like I also like the Who are you? I'm Alexander Hamilton. I like that part too. <laughs> I like when they talked about the room where it happened. That was my favorite part. Oh, uh, in, oh yeah, I like in that the room too. where it happened. Uh, anyway, there you go. So that that's okay. Those are all the main movies we talked about. We just kind of covered all the soundtracks and basically, yeah. I think overall what we're Original trilogy is probably the best, as yeah. always. Good stuff in the prequels, not as good stuff in the sequels. Like it, it's yeah. kind of gotten worse as it's gone, or maybe watered down. Is that would that be a better way of saying well, perhaps it? Perhaps that might be true. Uh, it, it's it's just not as compelling and strong. I mean, kind of think about John Williams when he first wrote the first theme. He was young and vibrant, and you know, I don't know, had a passion for life. I'm assuming, but the, uh, but that. But but just like the but but uh, well, I shouldn't say just like the movies. But once you have a brand established, you then have to ask yourself, how far do we veer from this brand? And and it's hard. It's hard because it was so it was so uh, stamped. Like I remember going to the Empire Strikes Back and go and thinking they better have the same theme because that's a good theme. Oh. They better have that. I did. I I remember be th- thinking like I won't be happy if this theme is different, kind of thing. And I was so happy that it was the same and it. Uh, I just loved it so much. And I think that's what they're, that's what they work with once you set the template up. And I think that's also one of the reasons um, that some of the movies didn't quite hit the mark was because uh, the recent ones was because of them trying to understand like, okay, what does the star Wars brand mean? And then trying to create something that fits into that brand. Right. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Um, Were there a lot of other movies that didn't use the theme songs that you like, why would you have thought that? Was there like another film? That that had come out no, that I they did use the sequel. 
Uh, no, I just think sequels were like a new idea at that point. Sequels, sequels were very much yeah. like uh, viewed as a, a worse, like not as good as the original. Yeah. I think that was that definitely that trope out there. And I think about like I think the Jaws sequels were really bad, yeah. and there was a lot of stuff that came out like that that were not good. But they did still use the Jaws theme in those all those movies, right? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, if you, but if you. If you watch um, Siskel and Ebert from back in the day, I've been watching rewatching some of the old episodes because they're so funny. Mm-hmm. But they they rail against things that we just accept, where they're like, too many dumb movies are full of full of special effects. Whatever happened to family pictures? Like, so they have a lot of those where they're just like sticking it to special effects. Before, I guess, I mean, like where they were just basically kind of looking at them going, so what? Who cares? Kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, then they really hate sequels for a long time. And <laughs> and uh, and even um, I'm trying to remember even one that was good. And I can't. Right? Oh, I just I don't remember which one it was. They're like these dumb sequels. When are when's Hollywood going to get original? Like, come on. Like, enough Never. already. <laughs> They're like enough. Like they would be like, I guess you could say they are turning in their graves based on what it is now, which is we want the same movie. 500 times like serve it up if it's not a sequel it's a yeah, reboot yeah. right there's there's right. like it's, it's one or the yeah. other and there's no like original stories being told anymore right um, which is right right but well i mean they're that that's not exactly true but it's just a different landscape oh for sure yeah you know? and oh, they, they would probably yeah. be more accepting of it now because they would be like understand it you know it's yeah. just it's just become so common we all kind of okay this is just the way it is oh yeah totally by the way we forgot to say the mandalorian oh the mandalorian love that music in the mandalorian and i have a i have a deep cut favorite song from the mandalorian okay and it's the mud horn <laughs> the mud- it is it's my yes in that scene where he um he uh fights the mud horn okay i have to go back and revisit that because i don't remember uh the it's new- a weird yeah. scene because you can't quite tell what what's the music and what's the sound effect oh okay cool but that's, but, that's but cool. when you listen when you listen to the tune, it's good. Like I, I used to listen to it at the gym when gyms were open or whatever. And it like really puts you in the mood. And of course the theme to the Mandalorian, I think is solid gold. Yeah. It's really good. It's yeah. got that. It's got both kind of a sci-fi and a Western feel to it. Yeah. There's a, there was a clip going around of Jack Black kind of doing his, uh, his scat version of it. He's like, you know how he does his little that's whole thing. So he does yeah. that in a, it was a TikTok or something that he did. And it was really funny. And now that that's just like a great version of it as well. It's a, it's a good song. It's a very, very good song. And the, and then my favorite part of the Mandalorian quite often is the end credits, because then we get to see all the awesome art, the concept art that they show us over. And it's over top of that, that theme song at the end of it. So that's always a good part of the show. Oh, so totally. I, I do want to mention uh, before we wrap things up, I do want to mention that there, there is one song, like of of uh, well, let me start by asking you: Is there any song you can think of that's not kind of covered by what we've talked about here? Like one song that maybe exists in a show or another part of Star Wars, or a song about Star Wars, maybe that you think is uh oh is a Carrie good song. Fisher, Carrie Fisher in the holiday special singing the Star Wars <laughs> the Life Day song. Oh my God, yes! Like like it's so. I mean. <laughs> And and it's it's the ultimate, I love it and hate it at the same time. It's just the ultimate in terms of that. I don't know what anybody was thinking in that scenario. Um, uh, There's a documentary coming out. Hey, have we talked about that? There's going to be a documentary coming out about that holiday special. So we'll watch that at some point and and talk about it. 
I can't think of anything other than that as being the, like that to me is the pinnacle of bizarre Star Wars, Star Wars songs. How about you? I have to say, I love the theme for the droids cartoon. Um, oh, oh, I had it here and then I lost it. Um, um, it's Trouble Again, right? Uh, by, yeah. um, what's the other half of the police? Uh, Andy Summers, Stuart Copeland. Stuart Copeland, that's it. Thank you. Yeah. Other half of the police. More than two other people third. in the police. But third, one third. Yeah. Uh, Stuart Copeland. Stuart Copeland wrote this song. It's the droids intro. It's a lot of fun. Um, I still actually, I, I watched some of the episodes of that show. There's some on, on YouTube. It's actually not bad. There's some interesting ideas being presented in that droids cartoon. Didn't last long, but it was still kind of cool to see kind of the world outside of you know, the Star Wars that we knew. Um, and then, of course, there's uh, Weird Al, um, the uh, saga begins. That is the ultimate so- song about Star Wars. And it's just amazing. I love it. It's such a great song. Um, you just reminded me of something. What's that? How could I forget? Miko. Miko with the disco versions of Star Wars and the Empire Strikes Back. Do you remember that? Oh, no, I think I was too young for that. I don't remember that. Oh, no. Those were those were massive hits. Like Miko, I don't know, uh, he, dance producer, He's probably from Austria. I'm going to guess that Miko <laughs> is Austrian and he goes and he has one name. And those songs were massive. In fact, the first music, you just reminded me, I bought a 45 of Miko's remixed Star Wars theme with on the B side, remixed Cantina theme. Mm. Or was it all together? Oh, no, maybe it was all together as one one tune. And I played the hell out of that. I actually I still have it. I still have that 45 kicking around. And then I bought the Empire Strikes Back one, too. Which, uh, you know, wasn't quite as good, but um, I, I think Miko might have made a billion dollars off of that because there was nothing, there was no Star Wars merch at that point. Yeah. So this is the, in the 70s yeah. when the film came out. And, um, yeah. and this was this something that would be played in like d- disco clubs and stuff like that. Like it, it was Star Wars put to disco music, right? Kind of thing, like a right. combination of both. Yeah. It was, it, it, I mean, the album was front racked everywhere. Yeah, I, I remember just hearing it like it would be like you'd see American Bandstand would play it and they'd be dancing to, to it and and, and uh, you'd hear it in malls and stuff like it was it was it was big at the time and I noticed they re-released it on CD like last year or something hmm. um, and there's a whole album of it and I and I actually I have the whole album on CD and I primarily uh, the first album I primarily only play it uh for a nostalgia kick once in a while. I, I don't think the whole album's that great, but uh, when you hear that single, you're like, oh, okay, that's pretty fun. <laughs> like that, and it actually shows you what popular culture was like when Star Wars came out, mm-hmm. like what was considered cool and hip. And you're like, it's like when you see the Beatles on the Ed Sullivan show and you watch everything around the Beatles and you're like, oh my God, no wonder people love the Beatles. Look at the crap in terms of entertainment. Yeah, you know? that's, that same applies to Star Wars as well, the film, because yeah. if you look at all the other movies that came out yeah. around the same time, nothing, they were all crap compared to Star Wars. So yeah, you're right. It's the same kind of thing for sure. Like, especially technologically speaking, there was yep. nothing like Star Wars, nothing at all. And yep. those poor sci-fi films that got stuck sort of in its wake and they, they sort of came out and, and uh, afterwards and it was just like, that. this is not Star Wars. This is no good. Like people <laughs> just... Like just it was like I just only I only want the best. One know, of the uh, one, one of my ideas for a future topic is to talk about some of Star Wars uh, ripoff movies. Uh, so I'm going to make a list of films. We'll probably have to watch them over again to make notes on them. But I think there's like oh, yeah. there, uh, there's actually kind of a, a Corman trilogy of movies um, that that all kind of came out like that mirrored the first trilogy. So when Star Wars came out, then there was Star Crash, right? Which was right. 1977. When um, Empire Strikes Back came out, it was Battle Beyond the Stars. Was oh, that God. 
second one yeah. with the booby ship. Yeah. And then the third yeah. movie, and I just found it on Amazon Prime, and I, I forget what it was called. Uh, but there was a third one that came out in 1983 when when Return of the Jedi came out. It's not quite like none of them are really like ripping off the Star Wars story or anything like that, but they're all like a space movie. And somebody could easily confuse this movie with Star Wars if they didn't know the difference, right? I think that's what Corman was counting on. We'll talk about that oh, in yeah. a future episode. But anyway, yeah, yeah th- that's some some great music. Uh, um, uh, you know, it, it's one of the best parts of Star Wars is the music. And I think overall, since they've since you know John Williams has retired. They've been doing pretty well. Like the Mandalorian, I guess, is the only real thing we've had since then. Although there's been some animation and stuff like that, but uh, and of course, video games. We haven't even talked about the video game stuff, but um, but overall, it's been pretty good. Like, I don't think they need uh, John Williams to to create good Star Wars music, but they need to no. maybe think a little bit like John Williams, right? Is kind of what you're saying. Right. Like when they when they made the soundtrack for um, for Rogue One, they weren't really thinking like John Williams in that case. I think um, Ludwig on the Mandalorian. What's Ludwig's last name? I always forget. Um, I can't, I forgot. Yeah. He also did the, the soundtrack to black Panther. Oh, okay. Um, uh, let's see. Ludwig Gorenson, Gorenson, because it's got an umlaut on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's actually opened up the star Wars world for music and per- different percussion and sounds and that kind of and electronic music as well. So I think, um, I think what he's done already, I think we'll see in his, particularly in that, um, and that uh, in the planned um, Take a Waititi movie, did I pronounce his name right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, uh, that um, I that looks like it's going to be pretty far afield in terms of what we've seen. I, I I'm I'm really interested to know what the music will be like in that. Yeah, it does seem like to be like kind of what he did for Thor. He's going to do for Star yeah. Wars, right? He's going to take right. it and completely reinvent it. So I'm looking forward to that for sure. Yeah, I think so. All right, well, that's going to do it for this episode of the Star Wars Nerds. Thanks for listening. I'm Dan Vadabonker. I'm Kenton Larson. Don't let the force hit you in the ass.